Squad, their boxes fans, and welcome back to another edition of the U.S. Boxes Podcast, coming to you, as always, from various parts of the United States on this wonderful Monday, a little later than normal. But I, as always, am your host, Matt Folks, joined by my co-host this evening from Houston, happy Houston, Texas, uh, Mr. Jim Harris. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, thanks. What a week. <laughs> well... For some of us, for the week. Um, yeah. I only meant Leicester. This is a Leicester pod. Let's not talk about any other sports. <laughs> All yeah. right. Let's not, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the voice the, the voice you just heard there, as always, is our other co-host, Mr. Jason Becker in New York. What's up, dude? Uh, not quite as uh, chipper as uh, our pal in Houston there yeah. uh, after my night in the Bronx last night. But... We'll keep it Lester, and that'll put the smile back on my face. For sure, for sure. You are an attendee. Um, I mean, obviously not the result you wanted, but still got to be get to go to an ALCS. I mean, that's something, right? Yeah, I looked at it as getting a chance to go to the last game of the season. And uh, shout out to uh, our, my buddy Jack, <laughs> one of the New York Foxes. Um, who, uh, who passed along the tickets. It was, a, it was a really, really great surprise. So I had a lot of fun with the game. And I, I will respect the, the Houston fans that were in attendance at Yankee Stadium. They handled the banter really, really well and uh, gave it back. And it was all, all, all a good fun. It was, it was a good time at the game. That's awesome. Love to see that when it's, when it's fun and we don't have to, you know, be embarrassed as Americans watching, you know, these haymaker brawls that break out sometimes between, you know, whether it's in I, your cities or in, in San Diego, it, it only happens and involves a certain team in Los Angeles who uh, we beat the shit out of ourselves and sent them home early. So that was kind of like the World Series for Padres. We as well were eliminated Sunday to a freaking amazing Phillies team. So good luck with them, Jim, because that team is it's something special. But uh, uh, so, yeah, sad to see the Padres kind of putter out. It was a good season as well. But happy for you, Jimbo. Um, you, uh, hopefully you guys can can bring it home. I, I'm always cheering for my buddies. Um, but on other notes, yeah, let's get to why people actually listen to this podcast. Uh, turns out that we basically cheer for the best team ever, right? Never going to lose a game again with the best manager of all time and the best goalie in the premier league right now. Like we're cheering. Who are we cheering for right now, Jason? Things are, I mean, if you were to listen to this podcast two weeks ago, the world was falling and we, we, uh, it's just like that. And obviously a couple games a week, uh, help things to, uh, to speed up where we are, but here we are, dude. Yeah, here we are outside the relegation zone. We are never going to give up another goal for the rest of the season. And we'll just keep keep winning. Um, and and uh, yeah, uh, happy times are are here are back. Uh, happy times are here again. Uh, Brendan in, uh, Danny right. Ward for um, you know the the Golden Gloves. Oh, yeah, and uh, Big Dan Amarty for PFA play uh, team of the season, maybe player of the season as well. Love it. And I mean, let's just add uh, newcomer of the year, Walt Foss, who is just uh, turned into a Stonewall Terminator all of a sudden, Jim. Um, what are your thoughts down in Texas watching this this new Midlands juggernaut that has just been, you know, woken up like the fires of Mount Kilimanjaro? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, um, 
he's he's walking the walk and the Gucci belt is um swaggering around Leicester right now, I think and proudly so. Um no, seriously, I think Sunday was a I think was a very good performance. It was uh, actually it was one that I think the neutrals would have enjoyed as well. It was a, a real kind of boxing match, you know, super efficient from us with what five shots on target, four goals, and if it if it hadn't been for what Michael Brighton's bonds getting in the way, that might have been five shots, <laughs> five goals, five shots on target. Um, but we'll take we'll take the four. Um, we we again, it was a four nil where it was convincing. I think Forrest, I don't think was super. I think that was flattering on us, to be honest. But mm. this one, we weathered a storm. If you look at, you know, they had what twenty one shots, um, but. Their, their XG was lower than ours. I think it was only just over one goal. So we we really showed that we defended well and that they were scrapping for half chances. Yeah, um, we'll dive into uh, that result, Sunday's results specifically more a little. Uh, but I, I do, you know, I definitely think, though, that we, you, you said it perfectly. Like, Brendan is absolutely walking around right now with uh, a swagger in his step, you know, laughing at everybody, uh, kind of just, Maybe a, I told you so. Just, uh, just in that smile, in, including um, me. But and, I have, and the jury, the jury's still out a little bit. <laughs> and Jason and Chris and I think ninety-eight percent of people that uh, anyone not called Brendan Rogers <laughs> or Brenda. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's crazy, dude. Like it, this turnaround has happened like that. Now, certainly, guys, it helps who our competition has been. So I think that has to be said. If we could play a Wolves team in who's got freaking Steve Davis, whoever the hell that is, managing them. Um, anytime you look up an opposition's manager and uh, the first result that comes up under his name is a snooker player, it's uh, going to be an interesting day. And Lester ended up winning for nothing. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, we, we get to play Wolves all the time. I'd be down for that. So let's talk about leads first, guys. We sent Jesse... And his uh, and his jeans home, uh, sadly, a couple uh, goals. One of them scored by uh, themselves, which was I mean, Dennis Pratt puts a ball across that ends up just that's the only real result that would have happened there. But look good against Leeds, Jason, huh? Yeah, I think um, with Leeds, uh, we knew that they were really desperate for a result as well, and I think a lot of us were nervous going into the game because we were playing without Madison. And we had talked in, in other episodes where if we don't have a moment of magic, uh, we got a Madison fan over there, too, like I hear, um, cheering for him. That's okay. uh, if, we, if we don't have those moments of individual brilliance from, from Madison, we don't really get goals, right? Um, but uh, up steps our man, Dennis Pratt, who I thought had a phenomenal game over on the right wing. Uh, hopefully we'll start to see a little bit, bit more of him out there. And he made so much happen. He created the goals, like you said. That that for that own goal, there was only one way that ball, only one place that ball was going. Uh, if the defender didn't put it back in that, then Barnes was right there to to tap that in. Um, and uh, yeah, it was really good to see these players step up in Madison's absence. And was it a great game? <laughs> it was, <laughs> but. The result was there, and that's what matters, and uh, no pun intended. And so we have to get those results, right? Sometimes you have to win a game that's a bit ugly when you're not necessarily playing your best. 
um, but you just happen to be that much better than than the opposition. We haven't been clawing those results out, and we're able to do that um, against Leeds, and I think that set the tone then for for Wolves, uh, and, and and a good game there. It was it the time for you know being worried about beautiful football and shit like that. That was a luxury that we had a few seasons ago, guys. Yeah. Um, we the the time now. This is. Find your inner Cambiasso time. This is, uh, we just need to grind the shit out and get the points. And you're exactly right, Jason. Like, getting a result against another team that is, they got a manager worried about his job. They got players worried about their job. Like, it's going to be a scrap fest. And getting that 2 nothing result is huge. That's all I really care about. And going forward, um, I love seeing beautiful freaking goals like Yuri scored. And frankly, the goal that was scored in that Leeds game, guys. Like, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, Because it really was a semblance of things to come of this new kind of tiki-taka thing that's happening that we're seeing evolve. Uh, We saw it again against Wolves. But um, Jamie Vardy with an insane little back heel, you know, that sets up that pass for... Uh, Harvey to just tuck it in and get his obligatory goal against Leeds. This is some beautiful stuff, guys. Yeah, uh, well, I think even before that play, uh, Pratt again making a hell of a hell of a play and, and getting the getting the ball over. Um, so you know, top marks for for Dennis. We played the Dennis system on Thursday. And uh, we turned to a five-star side, taking three points. But uh, it was, um, yeah, that was a really just great team goal uh, there. And it was kind of like made us remember what this team is capable of, what these players are capable of. They can play really slick, direct attacking football. And when they do that and start going vertically, it is uh, it could be a scary sight for, for the other team's defense was kind of like it reminded us all of oh shit these guys are actually insanely good soccer players mm-hmm. on this team Jim and like your thoughts on that that kind of tiki taka style right you know just pure fluid football again yeah I think it goes back to the when we were hanging with the big boys you know getting the you know top five finishes you know but we were mainly in the top four for the for the most of the season and I, I think it's kind of that it's it's sort of intricate play but moving the ball quickly and i think that's what we're suited for um you know we're not going to be a man city well i actually i feel like it's a bit more like man city are playing this season with you know harland as the outlet and but you know pushing forward rather than just sort of sitting on the edge of the box like arsenal type tiki taka um you know that's probably doing us a bit you know, we're probably getting a bit too excited about this in the last week, but, but you know, hey, we need to be excited. We, we need to be excited after the last week. But um, you know, as Jason said, Dennis Dennis Pratt on on Thursday was a real difference maker. He added a lot of pace, a lot of energy, but he was hanging out wide, and I think like creating that width, and we were already stretching the play because Harvey was out on the left wing, Dennis on the right, you know, Yuri coming and tucking in which he has been doing and he did again really well against Wolves. I think he's had two really good games as well, but this sort of stretching of the the, the defense, isolating one-on-one. And then, as you said, Matt, that goal was just, you know, that was liquid football as you know, you you might hear, you know, on, um, if you watch La Liga, but um, I'm not going to do the accent, but um, come on, Ray. 
Liquid football, yo! <laughs> but, um, but um, you know, Dennis Pratt cutting it back, Vardy back heel, you know, Dewsbury Hall just sort of, you know, playing it square and Harvey Barnes doing what he does best, as you said, ghosting in far post. And he would have, Jason, you, you, you nailed it, he would have had a brace if it hadn't been for a lovely own goal from what I think it was. Um, Robin Cock, right? Um, yeah. Had a nightmare of a game, to be honest, subject yeah, the time. And um, it, I think it was easy cruising from 2-0. We were just playing some nice, solid football. And that's been great. Yeah, you said something. You mentioned that, that we're playing and passing the ball quicker. And I, I don't know if you guys see this too, but uh, we were chopping and changing the lineup and the setup and going three in the back, four in the back, moving players around. Um, not necessarily playing players in their best positions. And now we have a kind of settled, for the most part, mostly settled 11, mostly settled formation. And look what happens. A couple of weeks of that, oh, wow, the players now know where their teammates are on the pitch. They can make quicker passes. They can make more decisive moves instead of always taking that extra fra- fraction of a second, wondering where the teammate is and, and where to play that, that pass. I think we're seeing... Um, we're playing quicker, I think, because now are we're comfortable in in, in the setup. Yeah, when I, when I say we're, um, you know, we, we take, I'm not out we there. We have to take around. credit for it too. But I, I think we we kind of hark back to a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about some of the other teams. You know, Thomas Frank with Brentford, who are kind of going the other way a little bit, but. You know, everyone knows their position. Everyone knows what's happening, and you don't have to think. And I think we were seeing some of the players overthinking like Leeds was actually you know I know when we talked after the Palace game we were a little bit worried about what's going to happen and you know Jesse Marsh had been kind of amping the team up and Leeds had been doing okay I guess but um, like that sort of well drill you know what was going to happen with Dennis Pratt coming in what it showed was actually you know he had that understanding down the right with you know the Belgian connection um, moving the ball they obviously had worked hard on the training ground to actually kind of get you know get take the thinking out I think we also saw Dewsbury Hall back to his best on Sunday and he's, he was really good on, against Leeds. Um, he's not overthinking it. I think he was trying to do too much a little bit too. And um, just that sort of like, like quicker first-time play, not dwelling on it and not really having to you know, look up, look around and actually figure out where to give it. It was more kind of like half half look okay i know what's going to happen so when there was a ball that was tried that didn't quite come off oh well we'll try again next time well you said it i mean how many times did we literally were like consistency is needed we like the back four was changing like the formation was changing and now it does to your point like it guys are settling they're able to know hey if i do a back heel here i know that Erie's going to be in this general area things like that um i think that combined with just general confidence in the guys, I think, you know, we can't say it enough. I, you know, we talked about how shit Forrest are and is and whatever. Obviously, that Liverpool result, I don't even fucking know what to say about that, guys. That's just, that's the Premier League summed up right there, if anything. But uh, regardless, that is a team that is awful. So we, we were kind of, you know, like, oh, we didn't learn anything. But at the end of the day, it was a, Get off of this shitty, you know, horse. Get onto a winning horse and get this race started. And I feel like that combined with obviously the draws and and 
now that we haven't lost in four matches, there's just a general feeling returning to the locker room of we know what we're doing, we're professionals, and let's get the fuck out of this. This is embarrassing as hell uh, for us as professionals, um, just not even as teammates. But I am interested to see going forward, like, will this continue? And obviously, you know, with a, with a hell of a test coming up this weekend, um, what, you know, could be the downturn or what could cause any you know, sort of loss of confidence or whether it will be an acceptance of, you know, this is a Man City team or, and, you know, hell, if we got a result against them, Jason, like anything could be, <laughs> like, it would yeah. be crazy, right? Just get going. Yeah, yeah. And I think um, you know, you hit the nail on the head there and it seems like the the approach has kind of changed and it looks a lot more professional. And there's, uh, since Foss has come into line, you know, he had a bomb scare, um, of a, well, a whole game of bomb scares at Bournemouth. But other than that, he's been phenomenal. And it's kind of like the attitude has changed. There's this new, it looks like you can see this, like real team commitment to defending. And where mm. it looks like there's real accountability now. Like the, 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 the guys are holding each other accountable for how they're playing out of, um, at the back. And you can see like when... Uh, you know, on, on defending set pieces as well. They, they're, we're, we're attacking the ball. We're really trying to, to, to get first contact there and, you know, clear the lines as quickly as possible. And uh, it's, it's really encouraging to see. And, um, and that, that look, look at the results now. I mean, we're not playing some of the best sides there, but we're now, we're not only getting, wins but mixing in clean sheets as well which we've really really needed well every corner doesn't feel like a penalty anymore and i honestly yeah. want you know I, I think we can't sit, remember guys like a lot of this is going on set if you i feel like i although i did see a, an article this week about it but we do have that new set piece coach uh that is also the men's national team coach and i i think we'd be naive to just ignore the fact that now that he's had some time to you know, get his system in there. Obviously, with the late start with his visa or whatever the hell that was about, wasn't ideal. But now that he has had the chance to get his systems working, uh, like something's got to be going right, Jim. Like they're this quick of a turnaround. We can say it's confidence, everything, but I think systematically things just look much, much cleaner, clearer. Whether it's our, you know, the back four or it's Danny who's controlling his box suddenly uh, really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I think with I think we saw the first game when the set piece coach came in, there was a couple of tweaks on attacking corners where we were a little bit more creative trying something. So you know, obviously he'd done something in the first day or two to say, hey, figure this out. Don't just like you know try and beat the first man. I'm you know yeah you know, we all he's probably seen what we've all seen like hey James Madison can't put a corner past you know front post without it getting cleared and he's like okay try something different. I'm sure he and Matters went off and crafted something up and, and and practiced with the guys but now yeah we're seeing a lot more you know i think we we've got rid of the sort of we've got that hybrid zone plus man and it's like who are the danger people we're picking them up we've learned the lesson from spurs i think you know looking at the spurs goals um and i think carl anchor did a really good breakdown on the tifo irl youtube channel of you know why what's going wrong with leicester you know it, it feels dated already and it's only a week old but um you know he's like looking at you know the goals against spurs and you know there's one one the goal eric dyer scored from a corner it's like 
he's just hanging around like almost with his hands in his pocket saying don't worry about marking me and then all of a sudden he springs to life you know and, and scores a goal another set piece where we have Fass and Evans trying to play an offside trap and then four Leicester defenders you know five yards behind them and it's like what are we doing it's like Keystone Cops defending and that's clearly gone uh, it looked like Fass is a real leader as Jason you said um that he's actually kind of pushing and organizing people around now um you know maybe he needs to kind of you know organize himself a little bit he he had a couple of you know jumping into midfield still on Sunday even against Wolves and I think a couple of the breaks they had they kind of got in behind him and it was like oh crap and you know there was a there were a couple of worrying moments but people got back to cover and we're seeing that there's a defending as a unit and we kind of got that back four as staying as a back four pretty much in defense when we are, when we lose the ball and we're getting back behind it again and we're, and then aggressively winning it further up the field and pressuring which is clearly a team effort and that that's that's super impressive there there, there is a gaping hole though in in Foss's game which is concerned me though and uh he just does not seem like he's t- always like he's fully ready for a strong Daniel Amarty chest bump. It's just <laughs> he's always just kind of taken by surprise. And you know, you got to know your partner, and, and Dan gets fired up, and you need to be ready for a full on Daniel Amarty chest bump every time you make a big play. All right. So, Foss, if you are listening, um, we love it, but uh, the way you're playing, but let's get like a full on like NBA style yeah. chest bump. Let's let's get we need that for 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 future um, big screen montages. You got to be ready for the Ghana Gunner, bro. He's going to be <laughs> yeah. coming hard and he's going to be coming fast. No pun intended. Um, like yeah, his dude, passes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like his passes, dude. Those cannonballs. Um, Let's see, guys. Let's dive into uh, Sunday. Um, let's just make a quick because Leeds was was awesome. <laughs> we needed it, but then let's dive into Sunday because Sunday was when the real show. The writing was on the wall, uh, in my opinion, for us to shit down our leg. Because as soon as I saw Diego Costa, was am I the only one that forgot about Diego Costa playing for Wolves? Did you guys like? Did that skip everyone's brain until you saw him warming up with his weird I, Mario meth face? I'd remembered it, but then not really kind of thought too much about it. So when he was warming up, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. well, his performances have been pretty forgetful for most of his tenure so far with, with Wolves. So could forgive anyone for having a momentary lapse there um, about Diego Costa. For sure. Shout out to uh, James San Diego Wolves. Uh, love you, man. He was the only. Uh, he and his lovely wife uh, were the only Wolves fans uh, present at Bluefoot, and uh, you know he beat me there to the Bluefoot, which was he was there. I I, I got there at five thirty, and he was already there. So shout out to uh, him for for beating me there. But he uh, first thing he said was we got to get costs off the mark, and I of course said, well, we're the ever obliging Leicester City, so you can expect him to uh, have a brace today. But um, sure enough, guys, it didn't happen. We we came out and we acted like a professional team, Jason. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and just a, a note for anyone who might be listening uh, um, on the other side of the pond. Uh, when Matt says 5.30, he's saying 5.30 a.m. That's the commitment this man has <laughs> to the boys in blue. Um, it was a really fun game. Like Jim Jim said earlier, like, you know, it's sort of been a great game for neutrals to watch. And it was a real, it was an actual Premier League game. Uh, you can dominate a game. Um in this league but most sides are good enough that they're going to take uh, a little bit of control of the game at different times you it's very rare that you'll just dominate a game for for 90 minutes and and the beginning the 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 first 10 minutes or so of each half wolves really pressed and, and really went at us and we had to weather the storm and it was we 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 you bend you don't break you don't give up the don't give up goals make sure you're limiting them to half chances um although danny ward did make uh one phenomenal save in the game but overall you know we were the better team making better chances happen and we also sprinkle in some moments of, of individual brilliance too um which was just turned turned it into um a really resounding victory and one that i think made a lot of us kind of feel good about and we exercise some demons also in the process we haven't wanted wolves away since oh geez what was it like the early 80s some insane, insane long period insane. of time so we really needed this win and to do it the way we did and um and yeah, with, with the, the the fixtures coming up, this is this is the way to 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 go into those. Well, I, I've said it like the writing was on the wall for it. I, I thought it was one of those games where we're going to know a lot real quick, and it really did look to your point when their press came in. We didn't melt. We didn't look like oh fuck, we're being pressed. What are we going to yeah, do? Yeah. Like give up the ball, shit, shit, bang, back pass. We looked like a team that could handle the press, and I think like. For whatever we've said today, Jim, whether it's, you know, if if it is, you know, confidence, if it is, we look like a team that was ready to say, you're just Diego Costa, dude. Like, we're going to be fine today. Yeah, and um, he, he, you know, he he kind of was doing his usual, trying to push people around. I was quite impressed that he's normally bodied us in the past, especially when he was at Chelsea. And he, I think, you know, Big Dan chest bumping practice with 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 Wout. maybe they didn't do that in the game but you know maybe that is something that he was ready for i think fast actually kind of took on more of the the marking of diego costa it seemed and 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 i think jason to your point he's like uh, he's very strong he's very kind of you know he people like people don't not many people get get the better of him and so I think that was a, that was a good matchup, uh, you know. And obviously, when we kind of talk about um, sun, Saturday, you know how they're gonna he's gonna do with Haaland, but that's you know that that guy's a different thing altogether. But um, I felt like we fastest other thing is he dives in a bit, and I think we got away with a an early two minutes in. Maybe it would have been a yellow card later in the game that it wasn't, and. I know there was a there was some jeers when Harvey Barnes got taken down like two or three minutes later, maybe it was five minutes later, and um, Robin Cog got a yellow card for you know I don't know it was Johnny got ha- was hacked hacked down uh, 
Barnes and I think the Wolves fans kind of got took a bit of offense about oh well your guy just did that to our player and I'm like tough shit that's that's how it rolls baby um but that that was could have been a yellow and um that might have changed the complexion of the game but it didn't um we also defended pretty narrow I think you know we were chatting during the game I think as a group and it was one of those where it's kind of like what you know especially JJ was just tucked in he was like within the width of the 18-yard box and you think Adama Traore, you know, greased up, greased up guy, Adama Traore. You know, I'm going to talk about how much oil he had in the second half on his arms as well. It was insane. Could have uh, cooked some some French fries on it or something. But, um, you know, we were giving him the whip and I was pretty worried about how much, you know, they were getting joy down that right side, but um, their right side, our left side. But clearly the tactic was to kind of let them have it out wide and put some crosses in and we doubled them up and it and it worked. Um, and we and we were resolute. I, I I like that we did that. Just he's a bunch of greased up muscles and with no end product. So he said, "All right, let's let that guy come yeah. the ball." A couple of times he like just dribbled it. Go for it, it. go for it, yeah. pal. You're not going to put it in a net. Yeah. <laughs> so just like whatever, man. And it was I, the I like equivalent that. Like of like daring a guy to shoot a three, right? That you can yeah. okay hit a three. <laughs> exactly. I, I, and I like that. That shows that like we're we're you know playing the mind games there, but also just like letting the other side know like we're better than you. We don't even we don't care. We're not worried about about this player. We're gonna play our game. You can do whatever you want. You can run run down the run down the right wing all all game long. Um, but what are you going to do with it once you actually get the ball like towards the box? Um, yeah, no. I, I think I think there was also a bit more of this balance between the fullbacks too. You know, Timothy Castagna had a freaking yeah. amazing game. He's had and a couple, he man. He's had a and couple. Just, he, he's the kid's on fire right now. So I think JJ was kind of hanging back to keep the four. Yori was dropping in when he needed to as a sort mm-hmm. of you know advi- like fullback. Castani was offering the width because we had Madison back in the team, Madison doing his sort of drifting inside again. And it kind of worked, I think, this time because, you know, Yuri doing a bit more deep-lying playmaking. Um, I think Samari had a really good game. Someone clearly told him he needs to look around and and actually pick up players, right? Um, and he was doing that. But I think he also brings a lot of composure on the ball in the middle. There was a couple of times he was getting yeah. – he just, just kind of held it off, held, he showed his strength. And then just laid off a nice pass. He didn't try and do anything too crazy. You know, still, if he's improving his defensive, um, you know, awareness, he's going to be a hell of a player if he can keep going. Um, he, I think he gives a lot more forward play than Wolf does. You know, he's nowhere near Wolf defensively, but um, you just kind of feel like, oh, this under pressure, he doesn't have to just go back to the back four and and it, and it breaks down. He was like, nope, I'm going to hold you off spin, lay it there offside or whatever it would be, and so. That was awesome to see that we were kind of controlling the middle and, and interchanging again, but in a different way from the Leeds game. I'm glad you said it because I, I wanted to shout out Samari because, like, you know, I was so scared that and I think everybody was that that was going to be a failed project or whatever because he came in with some great hype and showed promises, but then there was the and as we know now, what we know now about what the what this last summer looked like, probably in the locker room and and everywhere else, no wonder you know there were 
rumors of his, you know, being upset with whatever coaching staff, whatever and he wanted out. But now that he's settled in and he didn't get sold, like we're really starting to see some flashes from the guy. Um, yeah, to your point, he's he's not in Didi, but shit. Besides Conte, the the list of you know center defensive mids in the prim that even aren't there, it's 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 short. But he does offer a lot. It's like take one from a little bit from here and add it to the offense because we love Wolf to death. But let's get real. Every every so often, we're all expecting when Wolf gets on the ball, we know it's going to end up in the twenty fifth row of the cop. So. I, uh, I I I am I am excited to see what he can become because he's young as hell, guys. Like the the guy yeah. is 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 going to be something, hopefully very special, Jason. And maybe we're starting to see some glimpses of it with old Booba. We are, and I think something else that we're seeing too is when he does have to get subbed off, Mendy comes on. We're seeing a much more aggressive Mendy. Uh, Papi is mm. really moving a lot better on the pitch trying to make more progressive passes and i think he's he's seeing you know uh samari blossom there and um and 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 he knows that he's got opportunities now to make an impact um on the pitch as well so i, I really also like seeing uh an aggressive pappy mendy uh come on and, and and sub on for samari when he when he needs a rest yeah uh, they, then, they they look a lot more like the highlights when he was at nice before we signed him yeah. You kind of saw him being a lot more progressive than like not a straight spot for Kante, you know, was and he kind of got pigeonholed. So you're spot on, Jason. Yeah. And then my my other well stand out too, besides the, the back line just holding it down, I, I just thought that like Barnes was uh just terrorizing the the uh, the the wing. I mean, we had so many attacks go down the, the our left flank. Uh, his interplay with with KDH was really great when KDH was sliding out there. I got his uh, fullback on a yellow immediately, and then just did not relent and just kept attacking him. And that's exactly what you need to do. Uh, Rogers used to use that word relentless all the time, and that's what he the way he wanted his teams to, or said he wanted his teams to approach games. Once you have your your opponent on the ropes, you just don't stop, and you just keep going after that weakness. Barnes did that all game long, and he had a hell of a game, in my opinion. I feel like somebody finally got in the kid's ear and said, "Dude, you can just hit a laser like on the ground. Just kick it and keep it low. It they all count." Like, they don't all have to be upper 90, you know, highlight reels. And lo and behold, now he's just tucking them away. And, like, dude, he's not hitting the keeper in the chest or putting it six rows into the top or hitting the bar four times a match. Like, it's like, dude, you've done the work. Just get it done. Yeah, well, two games in a row, he slipped it between the uh, the keeper's wickets. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, – those, those were tidy little finishes. And – I'm a big Barnes guy, man. I, I, I really like Harvey Barnes. Um, I think even when he's not playing well, he still creates so many goals. And he can have an off game, but still get an assist or still get a goal. And um, and he's just so much fun to watch when it's all clicking. Yeah. Mm. And you, you, you toss in and let's let's not forget about the man uh lest we forget james madison is also really good at football uh as good as leeds was 
<laughs> we yeah. see JM10. I think he read, you know, the shit talk about his performance, you know, against Bournemouth with 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 Southgate in in the in the stands and everything, and and he was just like, okay. I'm going to stew on this and, and come out and put in a professional performance. And I'm not sure if the James Madison of two years ago comes out and does what we saw. Throwing darts, kicking darts, passing darts, Jim. Like, like let's unlock this guy because it it's fun to watch when he's on, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, this guy should be in the um, Great Britain Winter Olympics team doing um, slalom, downhill slalom with that <laughs> with that goal, you know, slinking through and then just kind of slotting it was just Dude. what a goal. That was like just like a, a peach. You know, we the goals we'd scored prior were great, but that was that was a pick. He's heating up. And Jason, like this guy, you know, I don't your thought? I don't know. What do you, do you think? Harvey's got a shot at the uh, at making the uh, England team. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. Southgate just does. He doesn't seem to be in Southgate's plans, and it's a shame because uh, I think the country you know, needs to see more more Harvey Barnes. Yeah, well, if um, Harvey's not. Yeah. You know, I think like James He's, is still back, still banging on the door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Barnes is probably one of the most direct attacking players that the country has, and sometimes you just need that in a um, in a tournament, yeah, especially a, you know a short tournament. You need mm-hmm. the guys that are just going to go out there and just get get you that goal. But um, I mean, I won't cry as a an American fan not having to face Matters or or Barnes. 100%. But I think for me as a, as a Leicester fan and me as a you know as a football fan. I think um, you know the the world's biggest tournaments should 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 see players like that, and those are, that's why we like to watch football. We like to be entertained by the by these players, and they're both fantastic talents. Yeah, although I'm not sure I want Real Madrid coming and getting um, Mbappe, as I'm going to rename him. <laughs> My terrible pun on Mbappe, but but I think he sort of is playing some of that classic barn stuff as well. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it. I, like I would like, you know, selfishly as a Leicester fan, I would love to see arrested Harvey Barnes, James Madison, you know, over the winter break and 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 chomping at the bit to prove why they, you know, why they shouldn't have been on, you know, why they should have been on the plane and um, kicking on in the second half of the season. But on the other hand, you know, I'm an England fan as well, and and sort of my Leicester hat also wants to see Leicester players play for the, every national team that they. They represent. I can't wait to see Big Dan chest bumping all over the World Cup as well. So um, I can't wait to see freaking Big Dick Danny Ward the way he's playing right now. Well, into that Wales team. Well, number like, one. Let's go, Danny. Um, let's book in those goals, though, guys, because we'll yeah. start with Yuri's goal. Uh, <laughs> I mean. That's the Yuri Tielemans that we remember, right, Jason? An absolute, <laughs> just a thunder bastard, as Jordan <laughs> uh, typed uh, in all caps. It was just the hit, the hit it right on the screws, man. What a, what a hit. Jim, you probably had the same reaction, I'm assuming. Uh, I yeah, I think my reaction to that goal was, holy shit, as it, as it went in, and it... It was just so purely struck, and it just had the swaz on it as it kind of like bent into the the top corner as well. And to hit it on the volley, oh my god, what, 
I can. I'm gonna go watch it again after this pod. Just yeah, I've watched it about 15 times. It's a bet, the single bounce and just the fact that he, that little, very small select human beings on the planet have a part of their brain that says your foot needs to be here. You need to swing it at this speed, and it's gonna dip. And fuck me, man, he's a special player. He's a special player, and to see it, see a goal like that in the eighth minute, mind you, Jason, is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I, I got to give uh, Yuri some props because, you know, I think a lot of us were questioning maybe his commitment to the cause. And is he just trying to see out the season and he wasn't playing his best football for a long time? Um, I think, you know, a lot of fans also question him getting the, the captain's arm bad with, with heavens out. And he showed over the last few weeks that that he he is taking his responsibilities very serious. I mean, I'm not going to question your intelligence's professionalism, but you got to think in the back of someone's mind, they're trying to just not get hurt, make it to the World Cup, and then, you know, get their move in, in, in January or the summer. But um, he stepped up, man. He's been he's been a real leader um, uh, this month. And uh, props to Yuri. And then he, you know, got his rewards there by uh, w- with his goal. And, and he shows that, like, man, like you said, like, on his day, man, he's he's one of the best midfielders in the league. Yeah, someone must have um, offered him a load of beans as a bonus or something again. <laughs> um, yeah, I know, I know it wasn't a true volley, but I'm giving it to him the way it kind of was in the air. For sure, and you know, you remember, guys, when we're a team where guys are making hundred plus thousand a week. Uh, Yuri Tielman's contract right now is making thirty thousand a week. So when you got a player. It, doing performances like that, not on a new contract. Uh, it's 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 good. I'm, I'm sure we'd give him a hundred a week if he. I know we would too, but uh, the fact remains that it would be easy for for somebody in any profession. You know, forget the fact that he's a professional footballer. You, you know, you put any any profession somebody offers. You know, you're you're not paying them very much, and they're putting in all that they can, despite not. You know, it'd be very easy for him to take it off is what mm-hmm. I'm saying too many words up here. So it's good good to see that. Um, let's book end it then with, with the GOAT. JV's back, baby. We see as soon as the camera shows him slamming a Red Bull, I was, fuck, I was like, it's done. There's good. Whatever you can pound right now to bet on Jamie Vardy scoring and uh, then shithousing the opposition fans, it's about to happen. And sure enough, he returns Jason in classic party form. Uh, and then uh, literally lets Wolverhampton know that they stink. Yeah, well, that was it, man. That's what we've been waiting all season for. He got his goal. I think this is now going to be the first of many for him. And uh, all he needed to do, and we've, we've all been saying, you know, we were all saying it at the, at the bar in New York while watching, like, he just needs to get his first goal. He just needs to get this next goal, and then once he gets that, we just know we just know he's 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 moving well. He he's involved in play. He's pressing aggressively. Just needs that goal, and uh, and now we're a bit more comfortable in picking out our picking out our passes. And uh, oh, and it was just like, you know, you think some some guys haven't been having a great season, haven't been scoring very much. They might get their goal, put their head down. Run right back to uh to to midfield, but not the goat man, not Vardy, not the world's ultimate rustler, 
and he just he had to let him have it and it was just um it was beautiful and it was also great to see barnes doing a bit of that oh, too i know <laughs> so you just it's it's just um to see the guys you know uh learn from from the best and and emulate him uh, and fully embrace the russell is i think something that that every every lester fan can get behind the passing of the shithouse uh torch if you will and it's lovely to see because Nothing is better than rustling up uh, some Midlands rivals, and and if, yeah, there was Midlands um, rivalry. I guess well, Harvey Barnes is probably getting extra crap for being a West Brom player for that that season as well from the Wolves fans. So I'm sure yeah. he'll be milking that. But Jamie Vardy loves um, scoring a goal and giving crap to the to the West Midlands posse. It's great, man. The photo of Harvey. I like was counting. I think somebody tweeted that they had counted how many uh, middle fingers and uh, yeah, top marks for for Michael Regan with the awesome photo. And I got to give it up for James Sharp for actually taking James the time Sharp, yeah. to color code each gesture. So I think like the the middle fingers were red, the two fingers were green, the wanker motions were blue or something like that. It was really, Perfect. really. Um, just inspiring stuff from from both of those guys at uh, an excellent moment on Twitter. It, it kind of feels reminiscent from Vardy being on 199 just Premier League goals when he, t- yeah, you know, yeah. it took him a while to get there and then he got, you know, 99, 100, no, he got 100, 101, 102 pretty quickly. And let's hope this is the same for his 100th goal. Now he's uh, above, you know, 100th goal as a 30-year-old plus. Um, person, you know, giving it's giving insane. us old folks still hope that we could still, you know, sneak it's, in there. We can't. 30. We can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> no. But I, it, yeah. What's a dream, Matt? Just destroy my dream thing. I'm sorry, but, but <laughs> you're good at other things. Um, the, the the just put your head around that, guys. Uh, hundred goals over the age of thirty. Um, just continue to. You can't heap enough accolades on the man. Uh, we're insanely lucky to have him, and God bless mm. the form that hopefully he is found again. Because uh, when you combine it with uh, the Leeds back heel little pass and just him mm-hmm. finding that little edge of get the ball in the net, we spoke about it earlier. It doesn't matter how that we're getting these wins, just get it done and move on. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch from that game? I mean, there, we saw a lot of things. Saw Luke Thomas. We had talked previously about Luke Thomas getting on, and it'd be nice to see him get a, a match. To see some comments. It was good to see him get on in a four nothing game, Jason. Like, get out yeah. there, get the legs fresh again, kid. Um, you know, you're not loaned out, so just you got to do something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought you know Justin had had a pretty decent game moving forward, but uh, the way that Barnes and Thomas kind of play together is, uh, you know, can, can lead to some really good attacking football. Uh, you know, Thomas makes the overlapping run, you know, being a left-footed player, and it kind of frees up Barnes to, to cut inside, which is where he's most comfortable. So um, I, I think that we all know that there's going to be a real player in, in Luke Thomas. He just needs um, that, that, game time, that game time when he gets the chance. So it was good to see him out there. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum to see um, – uh, Albrighton also um, make his little cameo, I think, was, was nice for everyone as well. Moving on then, guys, let's uh, look at the weekend. We've got Man City. Um, just when our form is peaking, we're going to be tested by the ultimate test. 
this alien known as Holland. Jim, your what are your thoughts going into Man City? Are you going to be happy with just looking professional and not letting it get out of hand? What are you going to be looking for? Look, I think um, I watched the game on against, against Brighton this weekend, and it looked like it could have been 6-7 six, six, to Man City, and Brighton got back in the game. And I think we just need to... If we can stay competitive, I think we can. Be, I think we can, you know, continue playing how we've been. We may have. I don't know if we have a chance against Man City. I think we can look respectable. Uh, Big Dan is getting ready. His pockets are getting enlarged to put Haaland in because you do need extra large pockets to to keep that 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 alien life form in there. Um, and Mr. Vardy enjoys a goal against them as well. So. I would, regardless of the score, I would, if I was a betting man, I would put some money on Vardy to get on the score sheet. Jason, your thoughts, yeah. man? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, Rodgers has done a pretty good job of rotating the strikers. I think he had Vardy playing against Man City in mind. So it's um, so Vardy came off the bench against Wolves and uh, finished his game with a goal. So... Um, hopefully he can take a little bit of that and, and that confidence um, into into Man City. Look, man, it's going to be a tough one, right? It, it always is. Even even those games that we've won against them, it's always been tough. But we've been one of the sides that's been able to, you know, get Pep's number or Man City's number even before before Pep was there. So we can do it, right? Like we we know this side. Um, on their day can give Man City a, a run for the money. We've done it before. So um, am I expecting anything out of the game? No, but let's see a little fight and let's like not give them too much respect. And um, I want to see, you know, physical defending against Holland. Um, not a lot to let him just push around. So we kind of had um, a uh, kind of a little bit of a warm up there in, a, in a, obviously a much slower version um in Diego Costa but you know got got a hard back line got the play gets a very physical competitive um uh, uh, striker so you know can maybe use a little bit of that 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 fight and it's kind of like a he was a good sparring partner I guess for for Holland uh no to, you know before before facing Holland so um yeah man just like we would the fans aren't expecting three points every game, especially against a team like Man City. But what we do want to see is like we don't want to see excuses, and we want to see you guys like the guys go out there and just fight and, and battle them, and and then let's see what happens at the end of ninety minutes. For sure, and I think like Matters has got points to prove. Harvey's got points to prove. Like this is you couldn't ask for a bigger stage to to to, to do it against to prove yourself, you know, against a better competition than Man City. Yeah, this is why you play in the Premier League, right? You do that to play against the best. And that's yeah. why, like, Foss was really pumped up to, to come to us because he, he wanted that challenge and he looks like he's really relishing it. So, you know what? Hey, it's Man City, but hey, this is why you're there. Exactly yeah, right. this, uh, I, I think this is not a game to give up 20 chances like we did on Sunday. <laughs> um, and I think the biggest thing, Jason, just spot on us always with, Let's look respectable as a kind of free hit, quote unquote. Um, the big thing is, we're, as we talked about earlier in the pod, we're moving the ball more quickly. And I think the way we were playing, you know, earlier this season, 
it could have been a cricket score because we wouldn't have been able to get out our own third, let alone mm-hmm. get in that half. But now I feel like, okay, if we can just weather that storm, Man City's pressing like at the start of the game against Brighton was just ridiculous. You know, nice to see Danny Ward's kicking it long. He's not just trying to ticky-tacka it. Wow, fast is kicking it long and, and getting rid of it. Castagna was putting it out for throw-ins. So, like, none of this mess around. Like, we just got to kind of keep ball and try and play through and intricate stuff. Man City will kill us if we do that. And I think we won't do it as much. And then, you know, we have a chance to kind of rope-a-dope them a little bit like we've done in the past. And um, I think we'll get a goal. I don't know how many we'll concede. <laughs> oh, Danny's in great form right now. I mean, the guy's seen the ball Mr. really yeah. well. So let's, you need a good yeah. shot stopper against them. And I mean, let's be honest too, guys. Like, as sure as Vardy likes scoring against them, we still got to go up against that uh, little Algerian wizard that we all love and, and have God knows how many shirts up in our closet. Um, he, he always ends up hitting some insane goal against us and then doing his subdued, you know, celebration, which we all appreciate from him. Uh, so we'll see. It'll be interesting, but I'm I'm glad that uh, we're coming into this game um, on the bounce rather than you know sliding in, mm-hmm. which which a few weeks ago we all thought might happen. Cool. All right, guys. Um, on that note, let's take a quick minute to uh, run around the U.S. Foxes family and talk about our meetups this weekend in San Diego. We had uh, a nice little turnout. Seven of us showed up. Uh, at 6 a.m., it was a great, great turnout for us because it. Uh, there were so many blue, uh, our bar blue foot. There were so many um, opposing like groups there. We had Arsenal match going on. We had the Villa match going on. We had the Wolves match going on. So it was great to see us turn out. So San Diego Foxes were repping. It looked like you guys had awesome numbers in New York, Jason. Yeah, man, it was a really good crew. We had uh, a core of of local New York Foxes. Uh, and then we had some some folks in from from out of town from 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 uh, over the Atlantic. So you know, Chris in town from from Leicester, uh, Luke and Axel representing Punk Slime Records out of Stockholm came in for the game to uh, to watch with us. And uh, yeah, man, we we had a lot of fun. It was a really good uh, fun crew in New York. That's awesome. I know Philly had an awesome turnout. It looked again. And speaking of Philly, shout out to uh, Ben of the Philly Foxes making a trip over to Lesta and uh, bringing home the points uh, against Leeds. That's pretty sick, Jason, right? You got to send that guy over all the time now. Yeah, I mean, we're doing all this analysis uh, of the game. It's like, no, there's one reason why that happened. We had our Philly good luck charm uh, over there in the game. And I also did appreciate, you know, some people might've noticed the, uh, the always sunny in Philadelphia, uh, puns that I had, uh, earlier in the pod. I actually never really watched that show, but, um, but we did play the, you know, Dennis Pratt and played the Dennis system with Philly in the house. That's only going to lead to one thing, a solid win. That's perfect, man. So, yeah, congrats, Ben. I'm glad you had an awesome time, dude. And thank you for representing U.S. Foxes uh, well over there, um, as we knew you would. And, yeah, like I said, thanks for bringing home the points, dude. We missed you in the Philly event, but we're glad that the trip was worth it. You got to bring home uh, three points in the KP. So that was awesome. Yeah, go. we need you to go back every game. Exactly. 
Exactly right. So, guys, um, on that note, keep getting those groups together. Keep sending your pictures in using that hashtag US Foxes. It does our heart like we get so stoked. We're like sending messages to each other privately back and forth. See how many they got in Philly. Do you see how many DMV Foxes got this week? So, we, we, we love to see it, guys. Keep doing it. Keep building the brand. Keep bringing your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your coworkers out. Buy them some beer. Get them fixed in on this family that we all are so happy to support and uh this crazy roller coaster ride that we've all jumped on so with that being said guys thank you so much for joining us as always on the u.s foxes podcast big one coming up against man city let's all keep the vibes high who knows what can happen we've had uh, results against this team when nobody in the world thought that we could get them so let's let's uh shock pep and the boys and see what we can do Thank you, as always, for listening, for Jim, for Jason, for Chris gallivanting around Paris. We love you, buddy. We will see you soon. We will see you guys next time on the U.S. Foxes podcast. Cheers and thank you.